0: Hi, my name is Randy May, and I'd like to welcome you to the Reflections with Randy May podcast. Here you'll find guided meditations, interviews with some amazing people, reflections, and some insights about life. And we'll be exploring the mind, body, and soul. So sit back, relax, reflect, and rejuvenate as we explore a little bit of dessert for the mind, body, and soul. Hello, welcome to Reflections with Rainy May podcast. I want to invite you to slow down, relax, reflect, and rejuvenate. And before we begin our podcast today, I'd like to invite you just to unwind for a moment. We are so busy being busy. And if this is the first time today that you just slow down to be with yourself, with your mind, your body, your breath, your being, I would be so happy if you were to join me to do that just for a moment. So I always remind people if you're driving, don't close your eyes, (laughs) but if you can, and you're seated or you're laying down in your bed or wherever, that's okay too. So I want you to find yourself in a comfortable position, allowing your neck and spine to be aligned to the best of your ability. I want to invite you to close your eyes for a moment if you can, and if you can't, that's okay. Just want you to notice what it's like to be supported by the surface that you're sitting on, standing on, laying on. Just noticing what that feels like to have your body supported. And thoughts, situations, people that you might have engaged with before you started listening, they might be right at the top of your mind. But I'm gonna invite you just to suspend all of that for a moment and just be where you are. We're gonna start with just noticing where your breath is sitting in your body. Noticing what it's like just to bring your awareness to the gentle expansion of your breathing, of your inhale, and the gentle expansion and softening of the body. Just noticing what it feels like each inhale to be fully conscious of it, and each and every exhale. I'm going to invite you to take a deeper breath in, and a gentle and slow breath out, letting your shoulders come down or fall back if you're laying down. just take a moment to say thank you to your body for all the hard work that it does for you throughout your life in this moment, allowing you to breathe, allowing you to experience, and be fully in the present moment. So thank you so much for slowing down with me to relax for a moment. So the topic of this episode's podcast is... Trust. Trust is something that we often think of in relationship to other people. And that's really important. But I want to invite us to take a pause to reflect on our trust relationship with ourselves and in turn our trust relationship with life in the universe. Often people go through many challenges in their life. I myself have gone through some challenges in my own life. And what I've realized over time, that's gotten me through, and I've been in the worst moments in people's lives as a counselor, I realized that there's this little relationship. I like to call it a little big relationship because it's a big relationship, but we don't talk about this relationship often, so then it seems little, but it's really not. The trust relationship that we have with life it gets people through in this way that allows grace to be fully present, even in the worst of situations that we could ever imagine. There's this trust that whatever is happening is an opportunity to learn, grow, experience, and whatever is happening isn't the end. And so when we begin to explore this trust relationship with the universe, I want to invite you to think of a time in your life where you thought things were like going completely sideways. It was like it was a basketball game and there were like 1.2 seconds in the game and maybe the score in your life was like one. the other opposing team had like 99 and you had 98 And you were just like, at that point, you were like, I think this is it, and I'm losing. And then maybe in that 1.2 seconds, that seems like eternity, the tables turn, something changes. Or maybe that 1.2 seconds happens, and it feels like eternity, and nothing changes. Either way, there's this trust that something was going to work out. We all have those moments in our life. So I'm inviting you to think about one in yours. I feel like I can tell you millions of stories of those moments in my life. Uh, But what I've learned over time is that trusting is so valuable. So people often ask this question. How do I develop this trust relationship with the universe? And I always like to tell people that that relationship has actually always been there. Sometimes we just haven't noticed that it's there or brought our awareness that it's there. But how we build it is trusting that we are where we're meant to be for that period in time. And that period in time is momentarily. It's not forever. Every moment is just a moment passing by. We can either choose to be in it. We could either choose to fight against it. We can either choose not to acknowledge it, but the reality is each moment is passing by. And when we step into each moment with this relationship with life, where we've built trust, just like we build trust in intimate relationships and friendships and marriages, this is the same trust relationship that we can build with life. And when that trust relationship with life becomes strong, as, it, as we have them with physical people, life gets a little easier. We don't get rocked as much. Yes, we'll still get rocked by situations and tragedies in our life, 100%. But I truly believe that the art of resiliency is connected to this relationship of trust with life. So I want to tell you a story. So, what's my story? (laughs) It's not so much a story, it's more of my life. Um, But how did I get where I am right in this moment? So, I started off um, in university, um, and... I won't tell you the whole story of the university experience, but by the end, I decided that I wanted to be a crisis counselor. So that became my life for about five to six years. I was a crisis counselor. And so being a crisis counselor, you're going to all sorts of calls with police officers, tragic experiences, you're on the crisis line with people, you're going to court with families, all sorts of things. And I thought this was going to be my life. I was like, this is a great experience. I can do this for however long. And all of a sudden, I felt this feeling started to creep up on me. Like this career wasn't going to be my forever career with that specific title. But I was like, "Mm, okay. So I started to take some courses. I took some mindfulness courses, I took some life coaching courses. I was like, maybe this will be helpful later on in my life, or maybe this is just what I need for me right now. And one of the interesting things that happened along the way, I had this really awesome coworker, and uh, we call it being banished to an old gun locker room in the basement of a police station with no windows. Uh, but we decorated it, and we renamed it Graceland. And uh, it became our little sanctuary. And my colleague would always send me little nudges, letting me know that life had a new plan for me. And I'd always be like, yeah, yeah, but not yet, not yet. She'd be like, okay, Graceland is here, we're in it. And she'd be like, you know, the leg, one leg is missing from the chair, the second leg is out, Randy. (laughs) And I would be like, it's not happening yet. It's not happening yet. And so one day, I got an email. And in my gut, I knew what the email meant. And what that email meant was this journey as a crisis counselor was going to end that very day. And I knew... I had this feeling in my stomach the night before that this was going to be so. So I was mildly prepared, prepared enough (laughs) that my desk was packed up the day before. When I arrived, actually the night before, if I'm honest, I listened to Tony Robbins to yell at me to get off my bedroom floor crying. And then I listened to Oprah To soften me and give me courage. (laughs) And when I listened to her that night before the day that I got that email and it was the end of my career as a crisis counselor in that role and at that organization, Oprah said something so powerful that I will never forget. She said, I come as one, but I stand as 10,000. And she said she utters those words, When she's anywhere where she might feel uncomfortable, where people make her feel uncomfortable, something along those lines. And those words are from a Maya Angelou poem. And so I started to prepare myself mentally, emotionally, trying to prepare myself spiritually. And so that day, I sat in my car before I walked into work, and I said the words... I come as one, but I stand as 10,000. And I felt like this surge of energy moved through my body. And I was like, all 10,000 women who have come before me, I need you here with me today. I need you to walk through me this day with grace like I've never had it before. And I cried in the car. (laughs) Then I wiped my tears and I walked into work. And so the day was going by, I was like, okay, okay, okay. I feel good, I feel good. And, um, you know, then the inevitable 4.30 email came. (laughs) And I uttered the words in my mind as I was walked back to my office. I come as one, but I stand as 10,000. And this person at the time, I didn't fully understand their role in my life. Sometimes we get teachers that we don't want to have. (laughs) And at that moment in my life, this person walking me to my office was a teacher and a lesson and an experience that I was not so keen on experiencing. And as I walked out, They almost smiled and chuckled in a way and said, are you going to be okay to drive home? And as I walked down the hallway, I had uttered those words again. I come as one, or sorry, I I come as one, but I stand as 10,000. And I looked back as I walked through that door for the last time. I said, thank you for this gift that you just gave me. And I walked to my car. And then I immediately broke down and I cried. (laughs) (laughs) Cried, why? Because I just lost my job. I had a son in daycare down the street who was probably about, I don't know, two and a half, two years old. Um, I had a mortgage, a partner, all of these things going on. But what I did feel in that moment was like there were 10,000 women holding me. Like the universe knew this was going to happen, as it would, and it cradled me through the entire experience. And in that cradling that I felt, I understood that somewhere deep down inside of me that I was going to be Okay. Doesn't mean I didn't cry. Doesn't mean it wasn't emotional. It doesn't mean I didn't spend two weeks in my pajamas, driving by my workplace crying, dropping my son to daycare, and driving back home crying in my pajamas. But underneath it all, I knew once I got through the emotions of this experience and some mild trauma of the experience, or maybe not so mild, and I discovered eventually that the teacher I didn't want was a teacher I needed to propel me further into the next chapter of my purpose. That trust was the key to get me through. And the moment I let go and trusted that I was being held by the universe, by life, and it was holding my hand, even through this crisis, I started to see the next steps becoming clear. So sometimes I like to call it, you're like walking on a boardwalk and um, you're walking on a boardwalk and it's really foggy. You can't see the steps of the boards in front of you and you can't see the steps of the boards to step back behind you. And all you can do is step on one board at a time. And so in that moment, I had no board to step back to. And I wasn't sure about how clear the board in front of me was. But what started to creep up was this trust. And when I reflected and I looked back, I said to myself, "Mm, you knew that wasn't a fit for you anymore. Mm, You knew it wasn't the right Situation for you anymore. You knew that you wanted to be doing something else all along. And when I reflected a little more, I discovered near the end I was in my comfortable discomfort. What is comfortable discomfort? Well, it's this knowing that you're comfortable in your discomfort of where you are. It's like your wings want to expand, but the container that you've been living in is now too small. But you're like, I know this container and it feels somewhat comfort- comforting because I lived here for a long time, but it's getting uncomfortable for me to really even open up and step into myself. But we stay in it until I like to say life plucks us out and it says you can no longer fit in this container. It is time for you to move on to open space. And so (laughs) the open space began to show itself. The more I trusted, the more I let go of how I thought things should have ended, should have been, and the more I realized that it happened exactly how it needed to happen. The next steps started to show up and I even started to notice them whether it was people, it was nudges to look in a certain direction. But it was humbling, because the same office I was referring to people who were unemployed to, the week prior, I found myself at a week later. (laughs) And it was the best experience, if I look back, that I needed to really invite and open myself up to the possibility that anything is possible, even when it looks and seems like you have nothing. And so here is where that trust relationship matters. We may not always know where we're going, but when you trust that you are arriving at the exact time, place with the right people, Even if they might not seem so right in this moment, they are right. Because there's a lesson, there's an experience, there's wisdom and knowledge needed to be gained to take you to the next place. And so, a really important question to ask to build this trust relationship is when you're in the midst of that chaos, when you're in the midst of that rumble or arena, like Brene Brown likes to call it, which I think is really awesome, take a pause to reflect and ask yourself the question, what are these people, this moment, this experience here to teach me about life, myself, and my journey? And the moment you start to ask that question and step out of this is happening to me, Versus this is happening for me. The whole table changes. And there we start to build the trust. Because what we're saying to life is. Thank you for this experience. For these people. For this organization. Now I'm ready to understand. A little bit more why I'm here. And what wisdom am I going to carry with me. Into my next moment. So. I don't have some easy steps for trust. (laughs) It's not like the last episode. I have one important question that you can ask yourself to start building this trust. What am I here to learn about myself, this experience, from this person that I may not feel like I like so much in this moment? Because I promise you some of the greatest teachers are the ones that we start to despise. They teach us so much about ourselves. And they teach us some really, really valuable lessons. And in the end, once we see them as teachers, we begin to like them a little a little more and despise them a little less. We can take this from organizations and we can put this into relationships. You're in the midst of a fight with a partner. Or maybe you're in a breakup and it feels awful my goodness breakups are terrible i've had my fair share and you lay in bed you lay on the floor you cry in the shower <laughs> on the shower floor and you ask to alleviate the pain but the moment you ask what did this relationship teach me about myself about what i want but what i need and what Did this person come here to teach me? It changes. We start to see things in a different light. And the suffering starts to feel like it's a little less. So I want to encourage you, whether it's an organizational situation, whether it's losing a job, whether it's a fight in a relationship, or an end of a relationship, or even in the midst of illness. I wanna invite you to strengthen this trust relationship with life by simply taking a pause to ask the question, what am I here to learn about my surroundings and myself? And I promise you that the suffering gets lighter. And then when we go into challenging situations, we start to see it a little sooner. And then we start to sometimes even chuckle at the universe and say, thank you for this one. Okay, I'm ready to learn. Okay, I'm sitting in my student chair. Okay, here we go. And the approach becomes a little bit different because there's an element of gratitude in it. So I wanna thank you so much for taking a pause to explore this possibility of strengthening your trust relationship with the universe. We're gonna do a short visualization just to kind of explore this in real time. So I'm gonna guide you through it. So we're gonna start our visualization. I wanna invite you for a moment Again, always remembering if you're driving, be present where you are. You can always try this later. But you can always actually do this exercise in your mind, just a thought. But if you're able to lay down or sit in a chair and close your eyes and lean in for a moment, I want to invite you to think about one difficult situation in your life right now. It could be an argument, it could be in a relationship, it could be at work. It could be an illness, whatever it might be. But I want you to think about that situation for just one moment. Notice what it brings up in your mind, in your body. Taking a deep breath into your body, expanding the breath, your lungs, your rib cage. And gently and slowly letting it all go. take another deep breath in at your own rhythm and pace, noticing what it feels like. Just to think about this one situation. You may notice that your breath gets a little shorter, maybe your heart beats a little faster, and that's okay. We're gonna breathe through it. So anytime it feels like your heartbeat is going a little faster, your breath is getting a little shorter, I'm going to invite you to take a deep breath in whenever you feel it's right for you. And so as you think about this one situation, I want to invite you to open up to the possibility of asking yourself this question. What is this situation here to teach me? And just notice what arises in your mind. What is this situation here to teach me? Don't judge what comes up. Just allowing. What is this situation here to teach me? And now I want you to take a pause, to open up to the possibility of asking, what have I learned about myself in this situation? So what have I learned about myself in this situation? I want to invite you to also think about the possibility. If there's an unwanted teacher in your situation, taking a moment to ask yourself the question, what is this person here to teach me? And just take a moment to sit with it. Don't judge what comes up, just allowing. what is this person here to teach me? What is this unwanted situation that may be a teacher here to teach me? And as you notice what arises, keeping an open heart with compassion. holding compassion for yourself, compassion in the space, in the situation. And if you're thinking about, okay, well that's nice, what's the resolution? I wanna invite you to visualize the resolution that's rooted in compassion, that serves the highest good of yourself and anybody and anything else that's involved? What would that look like? And just take about the next 30 seconds, I'll stop talking, just to notice what arises for you. Taking a nice deep breath in and a gentle and slow breath out, letting your body fully settle in and noticing how you feel. I'm going to invite you to open up your eyes. And if you have a pen and paper with you, you can write down what came up for you. Or you can always go back and ask yourself the same questions that we explored with our eyes closed and use them as journal prompts or reflection questions. But I want to invite you from this moment on to invite this really important question when things arise. What can I learn from this situation externally, internally, And sometimes we don't always have an answer right in that moment, but just by asking the question, we open up the possibility to arrive. So if it doesn't arrive in that moment, we've still opened up ourselves to the possibility of the answer of a response coming to us and us being open to receive it. So I want to thank you so much for joining me um, to explore The possibility of strengthening our trust relationship with life and the universe. We'll get a little deeper into this soon, I promise. But I think this is a great way to start asking some important questions and treating life like it's your life partner, holding your hand, guiding you through each step one at a time. And you're never alone. So thank you so much for taking a pause to reflect relax, rejuvenate with me. I hope you have a wonderful day, afternoon, night, wherever you are, whatever it is, wherever you are. I'm sending infinite love and light to you.